What's up, guys? It's Mickey, and welcome back to Blink Canvas. This is a red alert episode, which means it's a very important episode, and I don't want to waste any time, and I just want to jump right into it. So as we all have heard and seen by now, according to Politico, the Supreme Court is more than likely going to vote to strike down Roe versus Wade and outlaw abortion for everywhere. Well, technically it'd be left up to the states, but it will cause major problems, major implications, and it's just detrimental to a lot of women everywhere. So I want to jump into it, talk about what can happen, what will a post-row world will look like. Because for a lot of us, we aren't accustomed to this. Um, I'm in my 20s and I haven't lived in a world where access to abortion has been limited. So the thought of it is actually really pretty scary. And I worry about future generations to come. Yes, we can fight it. Yes, we can put laws in place. But what about all the women that need it immediately right now? And um, that will need it in the next coming months. So it's it's a scary, scary thing to think about. And I know that it won't just stop with women bodies and it won't just stop with abortion. It will, if they can get this done, they will roll back so many laws that it's um it's kind of scary to know what the world could possibly look like, especially over here in America. If you're not in America, count your blessings that you're not in this shit show right now because we are epically failing after having Trump and now just... We have a Democratic president and shit is still not getting done. Just count your blessings, honestly. So let's jump into it. So Politico, they let us know that more than likely they're going to strike it down. Of course, more people were mad about it being leaked than the fact that it was going to be struck down. Well, depending on which side you're on. Um, I can't, I don't want to say every Republican, but most people that I saw that were mad that it was leaked were Republican. Um most people who cared about the fact that women's rights were being infringed on were Democrat and progressives and independents and things like that. I don't really care which base you vote for. Human decency is mind your business. Let a woman choose to do what she needs to do in a discussion. So it was an initial draft of a majority opinion. It was written by Justice Samuel Alto, even though it's not official yet. And they say that votes could change over time. More than likely, guys, this will happen. Did you hear me? This will happen. And it's going to be official within the next few months. So everybody is scrambling to figure out what, what are we going to do? What should we do? And honestly, guys, I, I don't have a, a, a solid plan to tell you guys, go here and do this. This will help. Go here and do that. This will help. I have no idea. I'm just as lost as you guys, just as disturbed as you guys, if you guys are even disturbed and just as worried as you guys are, honestly. And um, it flames me up. So I'm going to try not to, I'm going to try to come from a very respectful place and try not to let how angry this makes me uh, defeat and defeat the whole message that I'm trying to get out, which is respect pe- respect people's business, respect their rights, and especially a woman. Like, come on now. Her body, her choice. Seriously. 
So if this goes into effect, it will end a half a century guarantee of federal constitutional protection for abortion, which, like I said, basically means it will be left up to the states. It shouldn't even be left up to the states. This should be a woman's individual choice. Um, the draft shows that the court is looking to reject Roe's logic and legal protections. And what that means is that it's not just Roe versus Wade. They're going all the way back to Casey versus Planned Parenthood. So let's just go ahead and get a basic, you know, rewind and information update on what each one is. Roe versus Wade, all right? It was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction. Basically, her body, her choice, her business, the government should not have a say. Skip to Planned Parenthood versus Casey, a Pennsylvania law that required spousal awareness prior to obtaining an abortion was invalid under the 14th Amendment because it created an undue burden on married women seeking an abortion. Um, I know there will be people who will be like, well, if you're married, why would you even want an abortion? Maybe they have kids and maybe the kids that they have, it's already enough of a struggle to raise them, to take care of all of them. They don't want to add another life into that, into the struggle. Uh, you have situations where there are abusive marriages and stuff, and there are situations where they will get you pregnant on purpose to try to keep you trapped in the marriage um, or keep you trapped and attached to them in some form of fashion. If that was to happen and a woman had to go tell her abusive husband, I am pregnant and I don't want to be, he himself can force her to keep it. He himself can try to bring with the way they are going to the extremes, charges or something against her, sue his wife, get her locked up for wanting to protect the child from not wanting to come into a toxic, abusive environment like the wife is in. There are so many different situations. This is not black and white. This is not women just want to say, oh my God, I'm using this as a birth control method and I'm just going out here and getting abortion after abortion after abortion just because. And even if she was, again, it's mind your business. But nine times out of 10, that is not the case. Having an abortion is not an easy decision. It is not a light decision. Women are not just waking up to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's abort the baby today. It's not that. There are so many different scenarios. And if you live in America, we live in a country that do not provide the means to take care of yourself for real, let alone raise families and, and have a family that pertains to that has multiple kids. Like it just isn't set up that way. And if you are a woman, you're already struggling with dealing with the workforce and raising children and planning on when can you have kids? Who watches the kids? How can you still work and do it? Do you have to sacrifice your career just to have kids? Like we're dealing with that. They don't make provisions for us over here when it comes to that. And now they're taking away our rights to abortion as well. I don't know what the agenda is, but it's scary. It is wrong. And I have a major, major problem with them being so invasive, especially in a country that did not want to wear a mask and that were like my body, my choice. Remember that? Do you remember that? That stands absolutely in this situation.
her body, her choice, respect her decision. So that's basically what Roe and that's basically what Roe versus Wade was. And that's what Casey versus Planned Parenthood was. What they're trying to do is roll both of those back. So abortion and its restrictions and provisions that it made to basically protect women in all aspects of not only respecting their decision to get an abortion, but to not have to tell anybody else what they're doing. They don't have laws in place like this for men. Like go make a decision about your body, but make sure you consult your wife or make sure you go tell another family member or something. There are no laws in place for men like this. This is an attack on women, but I promise you, I promise you, it will not stop there. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the trigger laws that will immediately take effect as soon as, and I hope it's not, but more than likely will be, if Roe is struck down, right? If it's overturned, some states have trigger laws that will immediately go into effect as soon as it's announced. All right, the states are Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Texas, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. That's 13 states that already have trigger laws ready and placed to go. And those are just the states that have trigger laws ready. But I know that there are so many more Southern states and other states all over that will get ready and just take their time to plan legislation. If not, they already have legislation there. They just don't want to be one of the ones that's just judged for having trigger laws in place already. But there will be more. Please believe there will be more than the 13 that have trigger laws. All right. And I just want to make this clear that some don't even have exemptions for rape, incest, or if the mother's life is in danger. They are so pro-life that they don't give a fuck about the mothers. Yes, let's bring babies into this world. Let's not do anything to protect the mom whatsoever. So yes, we have a baby in this world, but no mother to raise it. Good job. That seems smart. And according to a 2020 Department of Justice survey, more than two thirds of rapes go unreported, right? Because there are some laws that they're trying to have written up in some of the, in some of the states that have trigger laws. It's like, okay, maybe you can get one, but you can only get one if you report the rape first. Well, we know over half of the rapes go unreported. As I just said, two thirds of them go unreported. And it's the fact that even in 2022, women have to sit up and convince people that, yeah, I was raped. Now, what I'm going to say is probably going to be controversial. They say believe all women. I say question mark, question mark, question mark behind that because I have honestly, from my with my own ears, I have heard certain women who will plot and lie on men to say that they touched me, they raped me, they sexually assaulted me. Those women make it hard for the people who are really raped and sexually assaulted to be believed. If you do that, I believe that should be punishable by jail time, a fine, some kind of thing has to be put in place to stop them from lying and from blocking the people who have actually been raped or sexually assaulted. But that still does not dismiss the fact that two thirds of rape go unreported and are actually happening. According to another study, 
Females make up nearly 80% of sexual assault victims, and most will experience one or more before the age of 25. I experienced my first sexual assault before the age of 25 in college. So most of us have been or we know a victim of sexual assault and rape. And states don't even have protections in place for doctors that they that they may have to give an abortion to save a mother's life. There are now doctors coming out and saying, guys, please fight back on this. Please fight back on this because it's making it harder for us to do our jobs. And even if you, quote unquote, don't get the fetus out of the mother to save her life, right? Or what if you do and both of them still die? So now we've lost the mother's life, which we could have saved, all because you're trying to possibly save a baby that more than likely was going to die in the end. Certain conditions, it was possibly going to die in the end. And now we've lost two lives for the price of one. And then don't even get me started with the whole debate on when does life begin. If we as a country and we as a world cannot even agree on when does life begin, we cannot we cannot take this choice away for women to be able to have the right to make their own personal decisions about their own bodies. Now, as we all know, the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, is not supposed to be biased. Yes, they have their own political views and their own personal choices, but they're not supposed to let that influence major major law changes and decisions that will impact a country off of their personal beliefs. Because as we all know, if we use our common sense, even though common sense isn't common, everybody does not think like you. Everybody does not believe the same things as you. And when you make blanket statements and stuff like that, it is dangerous. And I know for people thinking, well, what about the people who don't believe abortion is correct? That's fine. That's why it's pro-choice. You have the choice to get one. But for the people who do believe that it is a viable option for them, you do not take that choice away from them. That is the whole blessing and the beauty of pro-choice. You get to make your decision and continue with your life and build your family and stuff. And they get to make their decision and choose to family plan in the way that they desire. Everybody gets a win-win and a happiness with pro-choice. The problem comes in that people are so upset that people have the choice to make the decision for themselves that they try to enforce their beliefs on other people. And that is where it's a problem. That is where it's not okay. So of course the Supreme Court shouldn't be biased, but at this point, currently in America, the Supreme Court is beyond biased, all right? And it's gonna have detrimental impacts on what America's life will be for its average American and citizen over here. Because let's just make this point clear. If you outlaw abortion and leave it up to the states, it will not affect the wealthy people. They'll still be able to get on planes. They'll still be able to travel. They'll still be able to do this and that. It won't affect the politicians that will get their mistresses and stuff like some have in the past to go ahead and get abortions, even though they claim in public, I don't believe in them. There have been politicians that have been like, well, my mistress, I need you to go ahead and get what I quote unquote don't believe in. You believe in it when you need it, but you don't believe in it 
when it doesn't affect you? How ironic. They'll still be able to do the things that they need to do. This will not mess with... This will not mess with the wealthy. Over half of these decisions that they're possibly going to work on overturning and allowing time to roll back as if we're not (laughs) in 2022 will not affect them. Not only are they getting their personal beliefs out on America as a whole, but they're still going to be able to have access to the things that they want to roll back just in case they may need them. This will not affect them at all. Like in no form of fashion, in no realm, it will affect the lower class. It will affect the average American. Because I feel like even if you're at moderate level in America, you're still poor at this point because livable wages are not, we don't have them. Wages do not match inflation. We do not have livable wages. The average person should not have to work six jobs just to take care of themselves, let alone even want to bring in a spouse or bring in children. Hell no. Like, it's almost like, why? Why would I even bring that on myself? I can't afford to be married. I can't afford to be a parent. I can barely afford to be a human being in America. And that's messed up. That is completely messed up. It will not affect these people. Back to the Supreme Court being biased. They are. It's full of conservatives right now, and it shows. Now, are all of them 100% conservative? No. If Should it really matter that more of them are conservative than liberal? It shouldn't. But does it? Yes, because they are pushing their biasness and their beliefs off on America as a whole, all right? It's not supposed to be biased, but it is, because over half of them said they would not mess with Roe if appointed, and of course, they lied. They lied. They lied. Before they even got appointed, they were asked this on purpose to even see should they be pushed through. To even see, could they not be biased? To even see, could they be a part of the highest court in the land and still do their job? Not force their personal beliefs on the country. But they lied. They lied. They lied. And not only should it be an investigation to the justices that lied, but what is the repercussions for that? Because you lied to, quote unquote, get the job, and now you're making decisions that affect the country as a whole. What's the repercussions on that? And in case you want a list of specific justices that lied, I'll tell you. I have their names. Number one, Clarence Thomas, liar. All skin folk ain't kin folk people. Two, Samuel Altov, liar. He's the one that wrote the majority opinion draft that got leaked. Three, Neil Gersh. Liar. I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but I really don't I really don't care about respecting the fact of how to say his last name. And he doesn't respect the fact that women should have their own personal choice and making decisions about their bodies. So who gives a crap? Four, Brent Kavanaugh. Liar. He's lied and done a lot of things, I have to say, allegedly. I have to say allegedly, but we all know the real. Okay, so it shouldn't be a surprise that this man lied about his stance on Roe. Five, Amy Coney Barrett, liar, 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 liar. Am I surprised by her? Absolutely not. 
Trump was very strategic and wanting to rush and get her in. We knew what it would do if she was rushed in and what she would do. Now, did she say she would do the opposite? Of course. But did we trust it? No. Liar. All five of them. Liars. And I will link the official statements of each one of them. What they said um, when they were about to be appointed. What they said when they were asked this question. And how quickly they have changed when it comes to 2022. You want the receipts for these people? I have them. I'll link them in the description. You can go back and you can read their official statements on how they lied. Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alto, Neil Gersh, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. Liar, 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 liar. Okay? So the, the Supreme Court right now is biased and they are lying. And if we can't even trust them to tell the truth on how they will govern us, what the hell is next? Are we used to politicians lying and shit? All the time. All the time. But these people, if it gets up to the highest court, we're just fucked as a country. Majorly. Hard. No lubrication. In the worst way. Okay? Now, I do want to make this point. And some people might not like this, but it is a true statement. I've heard Republicans say this, and I heard um, Sean King, who is so great and does so much activism work. Thank you, Sean King. I know a lot of people hate him, but they don't even have a true reason to hate him. They hate him because he's doing God's work. So shout out to you, Sean King. He made a great point. And I have heard other Republicans on The View say this. And of course, when they say this, everybody looks like, what, what? But it's true. Republicans are better than Democrats with messaging and organizing. Let me say that one more time. Republicans are better than Democrats with messaging and organizing. Okay? Because Roe versus Wade, working together. Now, you can say that there are extremes in the Republican Party with the Trump Party and all that kind of stuff. Sure, you can have that. You can say that they don't agree on every single thing. Of course, that's not in any party. You don't agree on every single issue, right? We're human. We don't all agree on anything the same. But one big thing that they all tend to agree on, tend. And I know you can find some Republicans that will respect a woman's choice. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. But for the majority, you know, they all agree that abortion is a bad thing. So what did they do? They used their wisdom. They used their smarts. They used their strengths and numbers. And they have been quietly, and I can't even say 100% quietly. I just think Democrats didn't care enough to try to fight back, to try to prepare for if this was possible to have something in place to protect women's rights, to protect Roe, to protect Casey versus Planned Parenthood. They just didn't care enough to mobilize and get it done, but Republicans did. And this isn't like, a, oh my God, 2022, this happened within a year. This has been happening for a while. They have been doing small little laws. They have been working together. The states that have the trigger laws and everything, everybody has been planning for this for a minute. There has just been no counter planning on how to fight back against it. So they are very, very smart with their messaging. You know, the whole defund the police thing. They purposely wanted to 
not understand what it was. Defund the police. Take money away from the police and put it in other areas and other departments that need it. The teachers are out here struggling to afford a livable wage, but they're watching our children for over half of the days. They are the people that have to have the energy and the resources to teach them the knowledge and and give them the motivation and the courage to, you know, want to do well in a society and give them the tools they need to succeed outside of the home and the parents and the siblings that do it. But we want to give billions and billions of dollars and nothing is really changing with police. I'm not saying they don't deserve to be paid. They're putting their life on the line. But I also don't think pouring billions of dollars into police to kill people in the black and brown communities is a good thing either. Why would I want to pour billions of dollars into people who go out? And I'm not saying this is for all, but for a lot of them who want to go out and kill me. Why would I want to give billions of dollars to that? That's stupid. So people purposely misunderstood defund the police and Democrats never came up with anything. They never had one strategic thing to say, this is our base message on this. This is what this is. You know what defund the police is, blah, blah, blah. Republicans are better at creating better messaging. They really, really are. And the thing is, Sean King pointed out about this, Democrats they work so they don't really work at having core issues like Republicans on abortion and different things and gun laws and stuff like that. They mostly work on keeping things exactly as it is, exactly as it is, exactly as it is. Joe Biden is president. I feel like that's what's happening. He's a moderate. Let's just cruise. Let's just cruise. I'm not going to make any real systematic change. Let's just cruise through. Let's see how it goes, right? That way I can keep right wing happy, moderate Democrats happy. And I don't really care about the future generations that's coming up. And I don't really care about the progressives because they're crazy. They, how dare you want universal health care? How dare you want uh, universal education for everybody? How dare? How dare you want the world to get better? That's basically what I hear from Republicans and moderate Democrats. Let's just keep everything the same. No big deal right? And that's a problem. That's a problem. Because let me tell you, Republicans were smart on this issue. They were very, very wise. They had been plotting and planning and putting little things down and step one, step two for a while until it got all the way to the Supreme Court. Because let's look at it. They are about to possibly overturn Roe versus Wade when Democrats control the House, the Senate, and we have a Democratic president. But guess what the Republicans control? The highest court in the land, the Supreme Court. And they are able to make decisions that will have a lasting impact. Agree with them or not, it was smart. And you see who's really holding the power right now. <laughs> it was smart. And you just got to say that it was smart. And I don't think all Democrats you know, don't care and I want to keep things the same, but it's progressive Democrats. They care about future generations. It's progressive Democrats that want the country to get better as a whole. It's progressive Democrats that do not want to just ease on down, ease on down the road, you know, like they want better. Moderates, mm, I have my side eye on you. I really do because y'all don't really want real change. You'll be like, yes, we want better. And then like you'll say something like, please make um, 
four-year university is free. Well, why I got to do that? Why would I have to pay for that? Make community college free. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Why don't you know? Why would you not want to know about allowing somebody to have the ability to get more education? Wouldn't that help the country as a whole? But hey, who the hell am I? What do I know? So moving on. So now what? If Roe is overturned, I want you guys to know it will not stop abortions. Again, it's going to go back to the states. But even in the states where it's illegal, it won't stop abortions, just safe abortions. And we are literally criminalizing a woman's personal choice. Let's go through some reasons that women get them. Bodily autonomy, privacy, gender equity, ability to continue education, ability to pursue career goals, power to decide if and when to start a family, healthcare, independence, pathway out of poverty. If you need more reasons besides just minding your business and respecting a woman's personal choice, there are some medical ones, genetic diseases. Dis diseases, rape, incest, medical illnesses, cancer, molar pregnancies, twin to twin transfusion syndrome, high order multiples, and so much more. So much more. This is not a black and white situation. There are a million reasons why women can choose to have an abortion and that access should always be protected federally. And they should always have that right to get an abortion if they should choose to do. And guys, honestly, these are the questions that I have that still need answers. What about the men? What about the men? First of all, why are men allowed to make uh, laws that pertain to a woman's body? Mine yours. Second, okay, some are saying that, you know, life starts at six weeks. Cool. So are we saying that if life starts at six weeks, then you can put a man on child support at six weeks? Hmm? Nope. Can women sit up and make laws that affect a man's life and their body? Hmm? No. Crickets? Oh, okay. If a woman has a miscarriage, does that mean now we're going, since we are criminalizing this, are we going to like go into an investigation and say, did you really have a miscarriage or did you try to, you know, force yourself to abort? What if she lifts, lifts a package or something and it causes, that's a little too heavy and it causes her to miscarry? Are they going to say, well, you didn't take the right proper precautions. This is on you. Let's find you. Let's give you jail time. Hmm? Um, if a woman has a miscarriage, can she ensure a six-week fetus? If we're going to go to the extremes, right? Right? Can we not go to the extreme the other way? What are we doing? Like, if we're really going to go there, are we going to go there? What's next? Are we going to ban contraceptions like Plan Bs and IUDs? And I just have to say, at the time that I'm recording this episode, it's going to drop about a week off. Guys, they're already starting. They are already starting. Tennessee just banned Plan B and made it a crime punishable by $50,000 if you order it. So not only do you want to ban abortions, but now you want to ban you want to ban contraceptions and things that help you to not get pregnant, to not even have to do the abortion in the first place. What the fuck? What is the real goal behind this, guys? What is the real goal behind this? Okay? That's not even the worst of the worst. All right? 
I saw somebody say when you're so pro-life that you are pro-death. In reaction to this, listen to this, guys. A GOP Texas lawmaker introduced a bill to allow the death penalty for women who have abortions. So, <laughs> how stupid does that freaking sound? Um, oh my God, I want to force my personal belief on you so much, blah, 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 blah. Save the babies, save the babies. I don't care about what happens when they come out, but save the babies, save the babies. Um, but if you choose to get one, I want to kill you. I want to kill you, mom. Death belongs to you. Well, damn. I thought it was pro-life. Death didn't belong to anybody. Force the baby to be out, but then kill the mama. What's going on? What's going on? If she get the death penalty, does she get the death penalty after she pushes the baby or are you just gonna immediately try to kill her within the amount of time that the baby's still in there so in there still killing the baby too so i completely agree with that person that said when you're so pro-life that you are pro-death missouri is joining louisiana and making iud's and plan b's illegal Arizona GOP Senate candidate calls for condoms to be banned in all states. Condoms? First of all, even besides pregnancy, y'all want STDs and dirty dicks and stuff running around out here? Condoms? Dirty vaginas? Condoms? What in the world is going on? Idaho representative says that he wants legislation banning plan B and possibly IUDs. This is not just about abortion, ladies and gentlemen. This is not just about abortion. I don't know what the hell they're trying to do, but it's getting wild. It is getting wild and it is not okay. And let's just talk about pro-life versus pro-choice. My opinion, every, well, I want to say everybody, but that's such a blanket statement. Can't do that. 99% of the people who are pro-life are really pro-birth. As you can see from the other laws that they're trying to put in place. They're really just pro-birth, especially over here in America. You, nine times out of 10, if you're pro-life, you're just pro-birth. You don't care about the kids when they come out. You don't care about making laws and provisions to help take care of the kids after they come out. You don't care about helping making moms find ways to be able to work and take care of them. Even if their job is to just stay at home and take care of the kids, you don't help with that either. You don't make it easier on them either. So you're not pro-life. You're pro-birth. Okay, because let's just be honest, the U.S., and for those who don't know what the U.S. is, the United States doesn't have universal health care. They don't have paid um, paternal leave guaranteed. I know some jobs offer it, but it's so few. And the amount of time, come on. Maternity leave is like what? Six weeks or something? I haven't spent any time bonding with my baby. My body is literally just barely healed and I have to get back up and come back to work, which means if I don't have anybody to watch my kid, I'm putting my kid and bond and like putting them in daycare. Like that's the weirdest shit ever. Okay. Other countries, they give you uh, close to a year, if not a year and over. So you can spend your first full year with your kid bonding, getting to know them, getting, letting your body fully recover, not just immediately getting back into the grind. 
you know? There is a fourth trimester for a reason that a lot of people don't talk about. A woman's body needs time to heal her mental. My goodness, could you imagine going through postpartum and then having to jump back in the grind of working, working, working to provide for this child? Get out of here, America. Get out of here. The United States sucks. They suck. They suck. Do you hear me? They suck. It's not okay. We have ridiculously high maternal mortality rates, and we do not have affordable early childcare. College is not affordable. School is not affordable. I mean, it's it's beyond just early childhood. Like teenagers, it's hard to raise children. It's not affordable. It's barely even affordable to be married at this point. Like I said earlier. Most individuals are just trying to have enough money to take care of themselves, let alone a spouse, and then you add on kids? Come on. We can't even buy houses right now. Rent is ridiculous. You can tell me that I can't qualify for a mortgage that will cost lower, but I can qualify to keep renting this? That is like 10 times what I would pay if I was in a house? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. The United States doesn't care how the average family eats. Poverty levels are ridiculous. Jobs don't pay a livable wage. Adoption is hard. Foster care systems are crowded. You don't care about how ICE treats people, but especially the kids at the borders, but you're so pro-life. Where was all this outrage and anger when the kids were sleeping in cages and on concrete floors? peeing and pooping and buckets in front of people, where was the same level of anger and outrage? Where was it? Where was it? You didn't have it, did you? <sighs> Usa, Usa. I told you guys, this guy, this, this issue gets me really angry because of all the places to do this, America is the last last on the list that should be doing this seriously so guys as i woosah and calm back down i say this to say we we must fight back we have to fight back it starts with roe and casey going after women's bodies but what about Brown versus Board of Education next? What about Loving versus Virginia, rolling back interracial marriage? I've seen, I don't remember if it was Tennessee or Texas, probably Texas, knowing them, that wanted to pick and choose what students should be allowed to learn history. And don't even get me started on the history that we learned, because depending on where you are, depends on how they tweaked and lied and manipulated your history to make certain people look better than they actually were. We're already rolling back things on, maybe it'll make my kid feel too uncomfortable. Germany and them, they talk about the Holocaust and what they did. They talk about it to the full extent. And those kids are A-okay. They'd be like, wow, that was a horrific thing. And they take that and they know not to do that again. If we over here in America keep rolling back the truth, of how evil and vile we are? Come on. History will repeat itself. This is not okay. This is not okay in any form of fashion. And I promise you guys, it's starting with women. 
but gays and everything else will be next. People of color, you're next. Interracial marriage, you're next. If we go back to segregation, I would not be surprised if they get away with this. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. Do you hear me? This is only the beginning. It starts with women and then it'll trickle down to everybody else until America is literally, it has a society that was shaped completely by older white men with tainted Christian values. All right, guys, so let's remember this is a call to action. Look up the abortion laws. If you're over here in America, in your state, um, contact your senators, governors, representatives, anybody that you can. Inform other people around you that may not know. Talk to people who don't believe in pro-choice and they are pro-birth. Get them to understand that while I respect your decision and I respect your beliefs in whichever form they come from, you still need to respect another person's belief and not force them on it we have to have these conversations we have to meet in the middle and try to understand a little each other a little better and realize that pro-choice gives everybody the freedom to live their life out what's best for them it's nobody's business especially a man's on what a woman should be able to do with her body but i will say thank you and shout out to the men that support their friends, family members, and women in general when it comes to making this very, very hard and important decision. Remember that people are not waking up just to say, oh my God, I'm ready to kill this baby today. This is so easy for me. This is not an easy decision for any woman ever, whether she wants the kid or not. This is not an easy decision at all. And I just want to say for over here in America, y'all were big on no mass, no mass, my body, my choice. Remember that and have that same energy when it comes to women deciding what's best for them and their bodies. I'll link all the important information that I said I'd link below in other articles that I use. And I just want to say, guys, stay prayed up. Um, do your research, do your research because it's going to start with abortions, but it's going to trickle down to so many other things. If you're in another country, count your blessings. Um, I know that I was pretty heated on this issue. It gets to me. I'll try my best to keep us updated throughout, you know, all the changes and stuff that could possibly come. I could sit here and I could talk about this forever, but I think I got the basics out and um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for caring. And as always, this is all the time that we have on Blank Canvas. I can't wait to see what we talk about next week. Hopefully nothing as crazy and as wild as this. Remember, guys, let's show a little more love, empathy, and care. And can we try to respect each other's decisions? Easier said than done, apparently. But let's all work on it. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time, guys. All right. Bye.